At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is a source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson razor. Henson razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday. The Custom TV Podcast, the number one place on the web to get all the latest TV news, interviews, previews and reviews in audio form. Before we start the TV-based podcast, one of us is having dinner before dinner tonight. What's that all about? <laughs> no, Seriously. No. Let's, let's clarify this. What I've yeah. decided to do is I've saved a sandwich from today's lunch. What, what's in I'm it? I'm eating it now yeah. before it I decide lunch? to have dinner later. It's, it's a late lunch, yeah. It's melon soup. So when are melon soup popping around? <laughs> Luke, Gary and Matt Talking telly On the Custer TV Podcast Um, Matt Hello As you are the only one of the podcast team To closely resemble Sir Trevor MacDonald uh, Could you do the news <laughs> part of the podcast? I think Gary looks more like Trevor MacDonald than me <laughs> Whoa, well, whoa, I'm... whoa, whoa I'm not <laughs> a black man in his 70s God, it's really? like Broadchurch. It's like Broadchurch. There's so many revelations coming out of the closet already. The first piece of news is that uh, BBC Three's popular zombie-based uh, drama In the Flesh has been cancelled after two series. This was uh, uh, or, released or, a statement. Or, or you could say it's had its head cut off. <laughs> That's how you kill zombies. Eat, eat your sandwich. Eat your sandwich. <laughs> uh, BBC Three have sort of said that this is because they can only produce one original drama a year and, rubbish uh, there's some sort of tattoo based thing of me starting uh, later in the year and this is obviously before they move online uh, gary i've got one question are you surprised by this uh i am a little bit actually oh i, I never did a, li- <laughs> a little bit I'm, well i suppose i'm not surprised in the sense that if it wasn't going to go to bbc2 i don't think bbc3 were going to keep it and take it online but I'm mm-hmm. slightly surprised because they don't have a lot of, as you say, maybe they are cutting back on their drum. I know, isn't there one starting? This is a musical one starting soon. Oh, yeah, that's a, it's yeah. a structured. Yeah. It's a reality, it's a reality show. Uh, oh, is as it? Well, oh, I right. suppose there was there there has been a lot of sort of acclaim from the flesh. It won the uh, internet poll for best TV show of 2014 oh, on radio. Yeah, we mentioned it in our best of the year, and it got. Um, BAFTAs, yeah. two BAFTAs, I believe, miniseries, and Dominic Mitchell ra- uh, won a uh, Best Dramatic Writer Award. There are uh, several petitions, I believe, one to get it on Netflix, and Amazon have also said that they'd be uh, looking into it the similar way they sort of rebooted Ripper Street. Can we see this sort of moving online, do we yeah. think? Yeah. I think there's well, a very good chance, yeah. There's a lot of fans who just want it in any form. They'd be mm. happy to watch it on Twitter, I think. But can I point could. out the irony, then? If yeah. BBC Three are going online, and this show has an online fan base, 
Why doesn't 2 plus 2 equal 4 here? Why are they not moving it online? Because it's make me laugh and make me think. They not make yeah. me zombie. Not make not make me zombie. <laughs> um, quick thing as well on the on the you mentioned their tattoo. I'm not sure we need you know a six part biopic of the lesbians from 2003 uh, with their hits on all the things she said. <laughs> I disagree. I, I I think you need as many uh, documentaries as we can possibly get our hands on. Okay, Stop trying to get insert, your hands on tattoo. We've said insert into his private life right they there. They don't dress as schoolgirls anymore. They're, they're and they weren't really them. Lebanons either. Did you know that? What? No, they were. They, they were from Russia, not Lebanon. They, they, carry on. <laughs> carry on. Britain's Got Talent. All four of the judges, that's uh, David Williams, Alicia Dixon, Amanda Holden and Simon Cowell will be returning, as will Anton Deck and the Golden Buzzer. Gary, are you surprised by this? <laughs> you stop doing that all the time! I might oh, be I... surprised by things! Luke, are you yeah, surprised not... by this? No. Okay. Oh, what was the point of that? <laughs> Some uh, piece of news that I'm surprised by... Uh, the really? Fresh Meat is to return for a fourth and final series on Channel 4 because I think we thought that we'd seen the end of this What with sort of Jack Whitehall's mm. other projects. I think he's the member of the cast that has got the most going on. I th- oh, Charlotte Ritchie, I suppose, is joined Call the Midwife. So I'm surprised we it, haven't yeah. seen more of Zoe Ashton because I think she, mm. for me, she's the star of that show and I'm amazed and Greg that we have... And Greg McHugh, although I thought he was brilliant in Marvellous last year. Yeah. But... But Zoe Aston, I don't know why, I don't know who her agent is, but we need to see more of her, and I don't care in what form, but she's brilliant. She's been and in I something think... recently, and I can't remember what it was now. She's in Doctor Who, I believe, but that's not something oh, yeah. I watched. Well, she was in Doctor Who. She was in an episode yeah. of Doctor Who. This this yeah. theory's just gone. Um, but I think it's okay that this gets a final hurrah. Yeah, I'm, I I'm think it gets a final hurrah, wrap everything up. You know, I think it'd be good gradu- them graduating from uni, seeing as most of them are probably in their late twenties, early thirties by now, um, which li- lends us on to another bit of news. Uh, oh. uh, an actress by the name of Katie Redford, who was cast as uh, Bethany, is it Bethany? I think it is yep. in Coronation Bethany. Street. Sarah, Sarah Platt's, Platt's daughter. daughter. Yeah, was uh, has been uh, sacked today before she's actually debuted in the soap due to the fact that people online discovered that she was 25 rather than the 19-year-old she claimed to be, and seeing as she'd be playing a character of the age of 14, uh, someone somewhere mm. thought this was inappropriate. But I thought this was odd news, because surely somewhere along the line, someone come either, up. yeah, like in Corrie... Checked a passport they, or something. Yeah, have got, got a hold of this, but it was people on a popular entertainment uh, You can name them. The, Digital Spy on their forums basically found her Twitter handle, uh, had her year of birth, or would be, would be 89, yeah. and also her CV, which has, uh, you know, has credited her date of birth which, on there. So. Which now has one less I, thing on it. I mean, it's it's interesting in a way that the internet can get somebody sacked before they've started, but it's interesting that she was basically cast by Corrie beforehand i don't know if either of you have got anything i mean the the thing the thing of older people playing kids is by no means Mm. newsworthy i mean most of the cast of waterloo road are in the most of the cast of waterloo road are in their early 60s but the thing is 
Interestingly, is the fact that Tina O'Brien, who plays her mum, will look younger than her. That's what, that, so. that, that was exactly my point. You, Tina yeah. O'Brien... Do you think actually what this is, is a case of they've realised that they've cast badly, and this is just a good and fun excuse to get rid of her? I mean, Not I fun, saw a actually. picture of her. I have to say, they showed a picture of her, and I was like, there's no way that girl can get away with playing a 14-year-old. No. And at the time, I thought, you no. know, she, look, no. she looks at least 19, which is what her age would be. And as you said, Waterloo Road, Tina O'Brien got away with playing a, you know, a, a yeah, I think she's supposed to be 16, yeah. The thing about them playing older is not a problem, but the thing is she would never have got away with playing a 14-year-old, no. however old she was. She looked a hell of a lot older than the woman who's supposed to be playing her mother. It didn't add up. It was bad casting. And I would hope that this was them. Why didn't that occur to somebody at the soap way before all this quote-unquote on controversy, you know, kicked off, I don't know. But it'll be interesting to see if they recast somebody who looks a heck of a lot younger. Yeah. Someone who is mm. 14 or 15, perhaps. Maybe <laughs> even someone approaching 16 would be absolutely mm. fine. Well, yeah. maybe one of the cast of um, Tango in Halifax. Perhaps Anne Reid could come in <laughs> yeah. as Tino Bryan's... Yes, that would be more believable. Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 you can't do that. Anne Reid's been in Corrie before. Oh, sorry, yeah. yeah no, it will, have, it will have to be then Derek Jacobi, sorted. Also, um, okay. sorry, the idea of, of, of Tina O'Brien giving birth to Derek Jacobi, though, is going to stay with me for the rest of the hour. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, more soap news is that... Yeah. Uh, uh, late 90s and early 2000s TV personality Richard Blackwood is to join the cast of EastEnders as a villain. Not, not is... only that, not only that, he was in in the panto in Catford last year and the year before. Well known. <laughs> is, to it like, is, it li- is it like the one in Stoke every year we get Jonathan Wilkes for the last like, 10 God. years? He's basically playing a villain. We don't know much about the character, but he is debuting in the live anniversary week. Me and Luke were talking before the start of the, start of the podcast, and we would like you at the end to do a mashup of uh, Mama Who Demand and One Two Three Four Get With the Wicked. So if you and we to... will not let you leave I, I until have, you have. I have already chosen today's song. I'm sorry, I hope that, Richard I hope Blackwood that's fans. It. Richard Blackwood fans are going to be let down again. What? Well, yeah. one of them. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, you not include his mother. Uh, Come on. Well, I am. I am quite shocked that you are not going to get with the wicked. But there you go. No. Uh, and I, I finally, um, a bit of news about Inside Number Nine, uh, as it was sort of a uh, guest star packed lineup last year. This this year's uh, roster of stars will include Sheridan Smith, uh, Alison Stebman, and Jack Whitehall. Anyway, Gary. In the nicest possible way, get the hell out of here and go west. Oh, okay, yeah, I've got to go west. Cue the music. This week, Amazon Prime announced uh, some new pilots on their website and their TV service. Um, I haven't had a chance to watch them all, but hopefully we'll do in time for a next podcast. Uh, the pick of them seems to be uh, an adaptation of Philip K. D- K-, K- Dick's story the man oh, in the steady on Careful. steady Careful. on steady on 
this is a, this is a book uh, loosely based on one of these situations of what would have happened if the Nazis would have won the war, uh, and it's again. set in America. I have I've watched ten minutes. Uh, that's all I got around to watching, but I am planning to watch this. This looks very dark and moody, and from what I've read of other people's opinions, appears to be the best ones. There's also a remake of the uh, Sky One show Mad Dogs. Points of Honor, without the U. Damn you, America. Uh, Salem <laughs> Rogers, cocked. <laughs> While we're while uh, we're on you... Amazon, I'm just gonna sorry, go on. Yeah. Go on. I was just gonna join you west briefly, Gary. Um, oh, I yeah, come on over. Uh, we can't pay for I, I... both of you to go west. We have the budget for only to send Gary I'll there. Go north by northwest. Okay, fair enough. Um, oh, I watched the comedy. pilot of uh, Mozart in the Jungle. Oh yeah, what did you think? This. I've seen. Yeah, I've seen that. What did you think? Well, I said to Luke, I talked to him on. I can't remember Friday, perhaps, and I'd watched it in the morning, and by the evening, I'd completely forgotten I'd watched it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it while it was on. I thought the performances from Malcolm McDowell certainly was very good, and I like Gael yes. Garcia Bernal. I'm sure. I'm sure you would have remembered that name as well, Gary. I, definitely. Uh, he would, because it was oddly ethnic. <laughs> He only remembers <laughs> um, ethnic names. It was very predictable, though, that the girl who was the uh, oboe player, at, you know, sort of jobbing oboe player by the end, would get hired by um, uh, Rodrigo, yeah. I believe the name of the character was. Uh, but I think this is sort of very insidery. I think if you're in that industry, you know, if you lived in New York or if you were part, you know, the orchestra scene or a performer, I think you would get more out of it than the sort of general audience yeah. member but i thought it was all right it was inoffensive you know i didn't have anything particularly r- bad I, to say I, about I, it i don't know i'm I just the reason, sick, i think i'm just sick of shows that after there's always a bloody jobbing oboe player and i'm just, it's like an annoying <laughs> trend that i'm just yeah. i'm just sick of nowadays i think the only thing oh. that i i kind of agree with you matt is the only thing that i didn't really like is i've got no interest in that kind of situation you know, I've got no interest in orchestras or music like that. So uh, it, it did appear a bit sort of a bit weird to me. But uh, yeah, I think I think unoffensive would be a good phrase. And if you are a muso, then uh, then give it a check out. Um, some news from from America about some shows in this country that are airing. Um, as we mentioned recently, the TCAs, that's the Critics Awards. Um, they've had uh, uh, their Fox panel which means that they've announced uh, renewals of following series. Gotham, which is showing on Channel 5, that is the the Batman prequel. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, comedy on E4, which I've just watched the first series of. And Empire, which we don't have a... uh... Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson Razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday. UK um, distributor for yet, uh, but this is a... This is supposed to be very much like brothers and sisters, but set in the rap industry. So it's supposed to be very family uh, orientated. Fox have also said that they're looking into bringing back 24 and the X-Files. There have been rumours around possibly recasting Jack Bauer or bringing in a new character for 24. It's nothing Can firm, it's more kind this? of rumours. Yeah, of but they're saying I, that there's several options, I suppose, that they could go with uh, existing characters 
or characters from previous series rather than bringing in a brand new uh, protagonist who would be yes. sort of, you know, cold to the fans of the show, I suppose. And lastly, Chicago Fire, which is currently showing on Sky Living, is potentially going to get a medical spin-off. This is to go with Chicago PD, which is their police spin-off. So they're turning this into a kind of a law and order franchise um, mm. in America. So, But I, I quite like Chicago Fire. The only problem is... 24 odd episodes you know it's just kind of there's just too many of them for me to catch up with in one go uh, i watched the first episodes of that and i watched the first uh, couple of episodes of chicago pd but there was just too much of it but um yeah highly good we'll bring you more news from the tcas uh, as they come out and some information on the amazon pilots as some of us watch them <laughs> some reviews to do um Big reviews this week, a lot of them to get through. We will start with The Voice. We spoke about jobbing oboe players. There was a sort of a classical music act singing Snap mm. this week. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'm as, that, I'm that. as serious as cancer when I say rhythm as a dancer. How are we finding Rita Ora? How are we finding Rita Ora I now? I like her. I like her. I think, okay, she's not as big... The the thing I like, actually, is that there's not as many people coming on gushing about her in the same way that it was about Kylie. You know, it was... And, you know, Kylie's a big star. Well, diminutive big star. Uh, But, you know, lots of people kind of going, oh, it's just such a pleasure, and coming on and singing Kylie songs. No one was coming on... No one's coming on singing one of Rita Ora's hits. Either of them. Uh, Um... (laughs) So, I think I quite like that. And she does seem genuinely... Yeah, She's she not, just seemed genuine, ad- I suppose. Jessie J had an attitude about her that I didn't like, and she'd often mm, sort yeah. of, you know, out try and outshine the people who were singing on stage. I agree with uh, that, yeah. Rita Ora, to me, just sounds like, he's, doesn't sound like, but just acts very genuine. You know, I feel like yeah. there's an authenticity to her. She, she You know, because she isn't like a massive star yet. It's like with Ricky Wilson as well. Like I said last year, he's got the same sort of qualities. I think. Yes, that's that he, a fair point. You believe, you believe what he, you know, you believe what he says. He just seems quite down to earth. Whereas, so, like Will, I am. It's still frustrating to me. How important are the coaches to the show? I think it's been better since Jesse J and Danny, what's his face, left. I think I didn't yes. like those two, and I think. Last year when Ricky Wilson and Kylie were on and now Rita Ora, I think it's improved the sort of the tone of the show. It's it's it, they're definitely less annoying. I mean, you've still got Will I Am, but he, mm. you know, he's tolerable. Tom Jones looks oh, I, like I, he's I, asleep I, half the time. My only problem with Will I Am is he just doesn't he doesn't press his damn button till about the last show. No. He's got only like one or Tom two Jones, people on though. his team and it's just like <sighs> I don't know. I, it just doesn't uh, seem like Will I Am is playing the game. It's not, it's not broadcast in order, is it? It's not like all these people are coming no, in. No, I suppose that's you know, true. They're that not, is, that it's sort of you know cut to smithereens. But I, I'd have to say that I liked the uh, guy who was doing the swing version of uh, the Justin Timberlake yeah. song, and I was sort of surprised that he didn't get through. I thought there were a number of good acts, and I think hmm. the one thing is, is that there's not a lot else on ITV that's contesting. I think the series is, is, is strong. The talent isn't as, as strong as it was last year yet, anyway. I mean, obviously, we've got a fair few more audition shows to get through, so it'll be interesting to see when we get to the battles and then to the um, yeah whatever, like the knockout stage to see what the talent is like, because last year I thought it was 
sort of the best that the show's had so far, so we'll have to see. Is Celebrity Big Brother. Let me just sum this up quick. Uh, Alexander O'Neill left, Katie Price came in to little acclaim, uh, and mm. we are recording this post or pre-Broadchurch, and you both would rather watch that tonight than Broadchurch. So yeah. does that no, no, say I'd, that Celebrity I said, Big... I had said that I'll watch both, but I would watch one of them on the hour catch-up. And Have you not got picture-in-picture? Picture? I, I no, would watch I Broadchurch on, you know, on ITV Player, but oh, CBB, yeah. oh, I think, really? is the one... Yeah, but it, CBB would be the one that I'd watch you know, now. Because I, I, I find yeah. it so compelling. I mean, Perez Hilton is basically a a written character. He's not a real person. No, he, he's he, not. He is he's made not. up. What, what's ironic is that the, the, the public opinion regarding Katie Hopkins appears to be changing, although I still can't mm. stand the woman. I mean, again, we only see a certain amount of it, so we don't see what she's saying elsewhere. But obviously now, since, you know, Paris Hilton has started winding up Alexander O'Neill, who was a big sort of favourite in the house, with a lot of people who don't often get involved in the spats. Everyone, like Cheggers has had, you know, had a pop at him. Kavanagh's had a pop at him. You know, these are characters who... <laughs> that, these are the weirdest sentences you've ever said, Matt, by the way. <laughs> are, the, thing, yeah. the thing is, is that if you've ever seen... The, the problem is, did you see Cheggers' nominations last night? His nominations yeah. were because somebody didn't tidy up after themselves. The bloke hasn't well, he, got an he even nominated Alexander O'Neill because Alexander yeah, O'Neill it... kept leaving tissues full of phlegm everywhere. So oh, my yeah. God. And the, and the reason for oh. nominating... Um, oh, uh, stop now. Kavanaugh... Kavanaugh is because Kavanaugh. he doesn't clean up after himself. Can this be the I last think, podcast so. we ever talk about a tissue full of phlegm? Because that has really ruined my evening. But I Please. did feel sorry for Alexander O'Neill because he's a, you know, he's quite an elderly gentleman, and he the big man, the big man as they kept calling him. And yeah, the big Paris man. Hilton for some reason decided just to start winding him up by standing next to his bed and coughing. And I don't understand yeah. and, why this stuff. And breathing over his food. And breathing over his food and like making sort of kissing gestures towards him. And I don't I, quite know I why, think... Alex, why he started on Alexander O'Neill because he wasn't, well, you know. And and we do know that if you start criticising Alexander O'Neill, oh, he doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. No. I have a theory about Perez that he is trying desperately to get kicked out of the show, but doesn't want to leave. He he doesn't want to leave because well, he wants he his money. If you if you walk, you don't get your money. I think he saw Alexander O'Neill as somebody who he thought might do something stupid and threaten him to the way in which he get and all that stuff about I want my lawyer and I, you know he wants out, but he doesn't. He can't be bothered to. He's a character who it's something like you don't want to watch, but you don't want to look away at the same time. I I would thump him if I was in there, but he's yeah. fantastic. As you, I said last week, I would happily garrot his larynx with the melon ball and stop him from being yeah. able to speak um oddly similar as far as bullying is concerned channel 4 had an excellent program on thursday night just gone yeah. it was billed as a documentary but it was a drama a brilliant drama they go were, on go the inside channel, the channel 4 factual team did invite me to a screening of this so two it, insider. It has been, That's two insider for us. Over, overseen by the mm. documentary team at Channel Four because it has. Been, right. It is all based on 
you know, real instances of cyberbullying. Yeah. Performance of like the that. year so far might go to Maisie Williams. Yeah. She yeah, was agreed. incredible. It was basically, if you didn't see it, you must catch up on 4OD. It was basically a one-act yeah. play where she was the only mm. person in the show for the whole hour and a half absolutely captivated by her performance alone admittedly i wasn't going to watch this it was on my radar but i was in no hurry to go and sit down to watch it i watched it thursday night when i discovered there was very little else on of interest just put it on to see what it was like and i found myself an hour and a half later absolutely enthralled it's one of the best things i've seen this year it was by she was seriously brilliant in this Mm. I mean, and I can't so imagine how difficult it was. Interact with just voices, because it what that's what it was. It wasn't like act as you said. There was no. other people in it. They were all mm. voices on a computer or on the end of a yeah. phone, or you mm. know, like mm. her dad, or, or, well, or behind the door. House. There was no but other I people. That was quite... Yeah, yeah there well, were no other think, people on screen, physically on screen. I think actually that gave it much more power because mm. this was somebody who was going through anxiety or, or depression. She was forcing herself to be alone, you know. And, and, you know, a lot of these things, and even the person that she was accused of bullying appeared to be someone that was insular and quite and did all mm. these things because, you know, singing in front of a camera was the only thing that made her happy. So I do think it quite showed that a lot of these things that happen are what you call keyboard warriors, people who are happy to hide behind the internet mm. to do these things and don't like being exposed. Sorry, I no. missed all that. I was on Twitter. Let me just send you a file on Instagram. Let me just send you a quick file on instant messenger. I think I'll um, repeat anyone I'll off going that, on internet. Yeah. I know. I think our opinions to me was how many topless selfies all these teenagers seem to have. No, I do that every Wednesday. Oh, okay. Oh, if right, you, okay. yeah, it's, it's not odd at all, Matt. The, it's they were sort of using as like. like the, the thing I didn't understand, and I said this in my review that you know I did a little review on the website, was that. Obviously, because none of us are of the age of the Lee character or the same sex, I couldn't understand why she would happily overdose rather than let these pictures go online of her going out. I can understand. I, I think it just shows how things. how image obsessed people are but and that's how what I mean. important. That's what they're... I mean is, if I was a similar age to the character, I probably understand it more because mm. you know when yeah. certainly when you know we were at school. It was sort of in its infancy, the the internet and stuff like that. You know, I, we had the odd IT lesson here and there. Yeah. This would never have happened. This would never have happened yeah. on the abacus that Gary had to use. Yeah, this would, this <laughs> would cool, never would have it? happened. Yeah. This would never happen on Encarta or Doom Two. You didn't have this option on the ZX Spectrum. I'll give you that. It got its point across so, so well. well I was, I was, yeah. no, I was and, genuinely gripped. Literally mm. grips. And, and what I would say as well is, I hope they show parts of this in schools. And this, I said, yeah. to, I said this to Luke that this is the sort of thing that BBC Three would normally do. And I would hope mm. that if and when BBC Three well, do I... move online, that Channel Four sort of pick up the gauntlet and do more stuff like, for example, Murdered by My Boyfriend, which was in a similar vein, yeah. dealing with a subject that people maybe don't want to talk about or don't want to touch on, doing a sort of dramatic reconstruction based on factual can, can I, basis. Can I and, say that yeah, I on. think I got a little bit of an age of Black Mirror 
because of the fact in way which use technology. I know Black Mirror does more kind of like futuristic stuff, but it was quite kind of that like that. You know, there this was superior to Black Mirror though. In yeah, my no, opinion. I, 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 I do agree, but I think there was a bit of an edge of it. But I think one of the things that I was particularly impressed by was how well a drama used the adverts. There was a definite someone editing that program said right dramatic moment we're going to go to ads at this point there were a number of times when he revealed himself when the voice started uh when he revealed the pictures they went to advert break and that oh you mean the breaks not the actual half adverts no 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 sorry yeah. the actual breaks i, was, I suppose sorry i was wondering that, 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 that's sorry, the, the job of that's the job the of it that's the that's the job of any tv program with ads in it though isn't mm. it for example, Broadchurch tonight, whether we like it or we don't, it's not going to end on a boring scene and go to break with them eating a Mars bar. It's going to end, unless they choke no, but, on the Mars bar, it's going but, but to end I think on an interesting... this type of show that was trying to build suspense, it did it particularly well. Have you told your friends about this podcast? No. Well, tell them now. The Custards TV, live. 9pm drama, last tango in Halifax. Matt and I... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I raised the roof and praised the roof for the last episode, which, spoiler alert, possibly saw the departure of one of its biggest, well, well not biggest characters perhaps, but certainly one of the, the main ensemble recurring cast. Mm. Um, the, the fourth episode uh, dealt spectacularly with the funeral. I thought it was just brilliantly done. I did have a criticism that Matt and I have spoken about, which is using the character as a ghost, which has been done before. They, I remember them doing it on Cold Feet when Helen Baxendale was, was uh, killed in the car crash. Spoiler from 2002. Sorry. I'm not a fan of that. I think it's overused. I can understand completely why they did it so i can let it yeah. let it slide but it's if yeah, i well, were doing it i wouldn't have left that bit in personally but i there mean you go. i i think we've got it i know we praise sally Wainwright every week but the direction in this was fantastic the funeral scene especially just... where he's just sort of panning through the faces and stuff and seeing yeah. the expressions and it was just really told the story more than maybe dialogue could i thought the funeral scenes were very realistic you know mm. anyone who's ever been to a funeral will sort of identify with it a yeah. couple of things i did i i got an issue with one is on. the sort of recurring john and jillian storyline which i've got no interest yeah th- in let's drop that now yeah i agree drop that well, now. um another thing as well and i can understand to an extent why they do it but um caroline caroline's younger son lawrence is just too much sort of you know, complaining all the way. Do you, if you know what I mean, he sort of well, went certainly too far in the most the recent episode. Yeah, yeah, with the um, baby, and it's like, can we not get rid of it? Who does it belong to? 
you know yeah. and i don't think i don't believe that even like the sort of brattiest of teenage sons would be that insensitive at that you didn't know me time. when i was 15 even with those and they are quite frankly minor criticisms it is mm. it is a brilliantly crafted brilliantly directed brilliantly i just think that if this had a full series which going solely on ratings i'd imagine it would i would have no skepticisms about it because i think sally wainwright knows exactly what she wants to do with these Uh, characters and the cast is so good that they can do just about anything one skepticism i did have initially for this series was the introduction of um the love child played by rupert graves but you know they've taken that character in an interesting direction so even that I'm fine with now. So if you can catch up on iPlayer, you must. It is a soup. It's a, it's basically not to sound too over dramatic. It is a masterclass of everything that is brilliant and that I love about British drama. I think we do this sort of thing a heck of a lot mm. better than Americans. Even though my eyes have been somewhat open over the past few months about yeah. what American drama can can produce, we do this sort of thing far better it's amazing yeah now on to the worst program of the week and uh maybe one of the worst of the year we can hope that we've seen well, it we're already only on the 19th of january yeah so. but let's hope we've seen it already and the rest of the year we just sailed through uh yeah. get your act together was a um was a program that needed not to happen <laughs> i would say <laughs> and so we'll move on to the preview <laughs> Can I just I just want to say this quick before I move oh. on and I would I would never normally do this but I'm going to do it and it's not not something I'm I'm taking any pride in or anything but I was contacted during the show last night by the producer of Get Your Act okay. Together he's he's a follower of mine on Twitter I didn't know at the time when I was bashing the hell out of this awful piece of TV that he did follow me and he was yeah, uh, but he has said I'm much prouder of trying something different than just being repetitive and doing the same thing as many shows have done before and the thing about Get Your Act Together was uh, it was exactly the same as all other celebrity based talent shows the only thing it did differently to any other was the weird bizarre shots of the audience which added nothing but yeah, I, just I, to confuse you I talked you. to you about this didn't I I watched a bit of this previewed and it's just bizarre it's like they did a very similar um, program to this and I can't remember what it was but it was celebrities learning challenges with the help of like talented children and I can't remember oh, the name god, of it oh god what the hell was that um, I'm scared rem- to put talented remember- children into Google. Yeah, but- yeah, I just remember it. there was a scene where Nick Moran was learning to play the piano with the help of a 10-year-old girl. Oh, um, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so it's not like anything else they've done before. And obviously there's like the circus skills, Cirque de Celebrité on Sky One, that was a thing. But as you said, I mean, there was bizarre shots of like, I mean, there were celebrity people in the audience, wasn't there? Like... Lionel Blair, Christine Hamilton, Lucy Obviously, Benjamin, yeah. and then, they just weren't just walking the through. Word celebrity, though, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. What? But there, and then there was actual sort of members of the public, and you saw them trying to decide who to vote for because this was all voted for by a studio audience. But I don't think we needed it. And then there was sort of you saw like interactions backstage with the acts and their mentors, um, and like interaction with Stephen Mulhern just as they were about to go on and it was all a bit like almost too proud of itself and as someone Mm. pointed out on Twitter it was very sort of 
Alan Partridge ideas. It was, yeah. you know, like it was. Uh, it was kind of escape his magic with Brian McFadden. Very typical ITV. I don't know if you remember. I think it was either Christmas before last or the one before that. There was an awful impression show. Um, mm. With uh, on, on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, mm. yeah. um, I only remember because I only remember because uh, my mate Ian Lee was on it and you know was lambasted terribly online and probably rightly because um, he did a very although he did a quite a good impression of Steptoe and Son, but there was it was just like very tired impressions of very you know I mean, it was like bringing back the Mike Yarwood show and this is very yeah. much like bringing back it but it almost feels like they have just we joked about Stephen Marhern presents three two one but it does feel like there are no good ideas so uh, let's go and back actually, and bring back. Stephen Mulhern does present catchphrase. So the producer of the show also got in touch on Twitter to say to me that the the thing we didn't like about the audience that was drafted in and to use the, to use the same phrase again uh, that was drafted in to add a different element than what's been seen before. In other words, not have judges or anything. But again, it All just felt was... completely out of place. I remember what I was going to say now was that I completely hate Ray Quinn and he makes me throw up in my mouth a little bit and I can't believe he got through on those awful impressions. That's when Gary put oh, up impressions. God but, almighty. Um... So Monday night, or tonight as we'll call it, uh, saw the... Th- one lost third episode of Broad- Third episode yeah, of World Three. Uh, yeah, three. Third. Any events on three? <laughs> um, and uh, you know, you know, oh, culture. You know my um, my views on the first two episodes. So I'll stay quiet for a minute. Episode three has literally, at time of recording, only just finished. Uh, Gary, you go first. I still like it. Matt, you. Let me explain. Let me explain. I, I feel that the show is changing. I, I don't disagree that the show is bears less resemblance now to the show last year. Um, I will concede that. I concede that they are not going to do a whodunit, although it does appear that we have a whodunit in the making about um, the previous case um, that, that David Tennant's character was involved in. Um, because the, the now new evidence and things are coming to light. I just think that what you're getting is, for me, a strong follow-up based around two extremely good lawyers, both of which whose lives are mirroring and they don't even know it. I think the fact that both have got family secrets that they're trying to hide, both are aggressive in the way and the way that they go around things and seem to almost despair if not deride their help as being not capable of keeping up with them is a nice balance so what you're basically saying is this is the extra factor to series one's x factor <laughs> well, it's, it's the no, take me out the gossip of series <laughs> one i don't think it's that I, I i think it is a continuation of the impact i don't think it's the extra factor uh how would i describe it it's more like only connect a mastermind. I love that. I do know why Luke doesn't like it, and I think I I think I know what Matt's gonna say, but I'd like to hear him say it anyway. Ooh. Ooh, controversial. Oh. Matt doesn't know what Matt's gonna say, so that's fine. Well, it's sort of for me, there was bits that I liked and bits that I didn't like. I have to say, uh, again, like I said last week, it's it's not really gripping me. As we've said before on the podcast. Good TV is TV that you can watch and you're not distracted by by anything around you. 
Um, mm. And last year's series was one of those rare instances, like, oh, not last year. Well, actually, one, it was no. 2017. Series one, one. series one. If that was, was Gary, I'd have really nitpicked, but with you, yeah, I let I it go. Series <laughs> one, stuff like, I mean, and I could say the same for stuff like Line of Duty, Happy Valley, things like that. This year, you know, I'm doing other things while I'm watching it. And yeah. it's, that's the sort of marker for me, that it isn't as compelling. There are bits of it that I like. I like the two new lawyers. I like that we've had a bit more, you know, structure put in, you know, a bit more. You know, we know that Marion Jean-Baptiste's son is in prison for something. Obviously, we've talked about Charlotte Rampling's character sort of going blind. The the bits that I wasn't a fan of this week were anything to do with Hugh Dancy. I think his character is just completely bizarre, just completely like you know maniacal what, villain. What did you but... think of the fla- What did you think of the flashback um, to know, him? Like just oddly chopping wood against like sort of a glistening yeah. backdrop. But I just do you think... think. What do you think? Do you think that has some meaning towards the case, or do you just think that's a random? Flashback? I mean, if if I'm honest, I don't yeah. care that much. That's that's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly my point. I don't care either. <laughs> but what I will say is the last few minutes, going back to that, I was completely gripped with... But it's more to do with Olivia Coleman's performance mm, than yeah. anything else. Yeah. That last... And I think that, obviously, they know when they're ending an episode to end with, you know, big dramatical scene. Let's let Olivia Coleman just act for, like, four yeah, minutes. And yeah. everyone, for, everyone will forget the twaddle that has gone before it. And, and again, like Jodie Whittaker still doesn't want Olivia oh, Coleman around God, her, Matt, even Matt, though she helped is... like deliver her baby. I definitely <laughs> think that Charlotte Rampling didn't see series one of Broadchurch, or she would have said she wouldn't have said to Ellie, "Don't be emotional." Yeah, yeah. She's, she's, I think the other fair, thing that I think that, that, to be the, fair, she's struggling things, to see anything at the moment. One, one of the things that did break me a little bit was. And I, I think they're going to play on this. I think Charlotte Rampling is actually playing a very good part because, mm. let's face it, as 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 the lawyer for for the prosecution, there's no way that she should have allowed Ellie to have been badgered on the stand without, you know, there's still the evidence was they spent two hours in a hotel room on the night. They're police colleagues. There's no way she should have let it get through to that. Not- put it perfectly i genuinely and i haven't said this about a tv drama for a long time i genuinely don't care i don't care about as i say what i'm saying i don't care about is the sort of the sambrook stuff i'm still a little bit intrigued to see where they are going with this in terms of maybe not in terms of the characters perhaps but just in terms of the overall drama where it is they're actually you know again as i said last week are we saying Joe Miller didn't murder Danny, or are you just saying that he's trying to get away with it? Is Chris Chibnall saying, you know, Joe Miller is just trying to worm his way out of being banged up, or is he saying Joe Miller definitely didn't do it, and that's why he's pleading not guilty, because there's another person behind all of this? I don't know that yet. I've never done this before. I came to this... 15 minutes late, conscious that I'd asked you both to watch it and realised that I hadn't started. And there were bits of it I wanted to skip through. Mm. I have to say, I did flick over to to Big Brother at times when, like... I don't blame you. There was that bit where where Olivia Coleman had hooked up with with that man. I have to ask Luke the question. Matt, I don't think so yet. I have to ask Luke the question. Why are you still watching this? 
Because I enjoyed it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If you hold on, if you don't care about the plot, why are you still watching it? Because I watched Silent Witness on a Friday and Saturday. It's probably <laughs> not good enough. Come on, undateables <laughs> was only. Yeah, yeah, I watched that. Brother, watched that you could have watched anything at nine o'clock. You could have gone and done your washing. Because I, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know Monday me at night all. night isn't bath night. Come on, guys. <laughs> Sorry, I had a bath at seven night. o'clock yesterday Sorry. evening. Wanted you could have watched to... Winter Watch on BBC. <laughs> <laughs> Surely there was want... something about a hairy biker on somewhere, no? Or British Gardens <laughs> in Time on BBC Four. Exactly. I want it to grab me again. I don't want to dislike mm. it. I don't you... want to hate it. I want did... it to surprise me and grab me again. But I t- this is my honest truth. Next week is my last week with yeah, it. Yeah, you did say Honestly. that, that after four. For me, if you're not Which liking I think something, I'm surprised you're sticking with it. Well, the reason I'm sticking with it is because it's broadcast. If it was a new show, that I, like Chasing Shadows, which I absolutely hated from the word go, then I wouldn't well, be giving it the time of day. I wouldn't say I hated this, but as I say, it's one of the... I mean, I'm sort of watching, to re- review purposes at the moment, Wolf Hall, yeah. and that's one that's sort of a bit dreary and a bit... Yeah, it's not something that's gripping me at the moment, really. Mm. Um, but that's the yeah. thing. I, I, I've watched. I watched the first series of Heroes when it was on, and I thought it was the best show that was ever made. About four episodes into series two, they killed it. They ruined it, and I stopped watching. Mm. Yeah, but I suppose and that's what I'm saying. The difference between like a twenty-four episode series and a six or eight episode series. Well. Thing. I don't. I don't believe there is in the way that Americans structure it. You know, they they string it out. But I think in order. In I think in other words that almost in other things that almost advances my case because I'd invested twenty four hours of watching this to this point I rather than understand. eight rather than the eight that Lucas invested. I suppose if I didn't do this, if we didn't do the podcast, if we didn't <coughs> do yeah. a TV site, I yes. would. I would. I, do, I, do I would have stopped. Your, your, and this your, is this is a interest. big show, so you have to keep watching. But honestly, I think number four, which is next week, is the halfway point. Yeah. And he's yeah. got he's got a job on his hands because I think a lot of people will think the same, possibly think the same, that they've given it half mm. and what can the second half do? Is this a fair comment? Because this is something that dawned on me over the week and you can knock me back and say it's a, it's a terrible comment. Like, like I... I wonder whether, because last year we were so, or, or I certainly was, I shouldn't speak for we, but I certainly was engrossed and drawn in by the mystery and that. Now that's you taken two away. Years ago, Luke, come on, I did. Oh, uh, Gary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think I've realised that without that, the characters are quite dull. The performances from Olivia Coleman and David Tennant are still good. I, nobody could ever yeah, say they were. The whole thing about Broadchurch to begin with, it was this sort of sleepy, da- you know, yeah. normal town yeah. that was hit by an extraordinary tragedy. But now, you know, like a murder mystery. Now the mystery's mm. gone, and it's just these normal people, you yeah. know, involved in a trial. I have to say that I think the Sambrook stuff is there because he realised people like the mystery. Mm. That's the only reason it's there. Uh, but the problem is, we, like I said before, not to repeat myself, because we know nothing about Sandbrook, we've no emotional connection to it, hence we don't care. Um, but I think, and the, I think... And the, the trial stuff is just 
below par law and order UK or I, I do like the silk. trials I have to say I think I like the lawyers and I like the acting in the trial but I, I completely agree with you initially I I did I was intrigued by the Sandbrook stuff but I think the problem I have with it now is is the Hugh Dancy character and the fact that he is I, I'm struggling to believe him because you know he just appears sort of maniacally you know where <laughs> yeah, he just appears station. on the clifftop to be fair, what's that we all thought, about as well? Uh, we like, thought that last year. The Hugh Dancy character is almost acting like a pantomime villain who somehow yeah, is also it, turned into an amateur bad. sleuth. And he's just yeah. pretending well, but, to be David Tennant as well. Yeah. Well, to be honest, I, again, I quite liked that part because if he's trying to clear his name, this is what you would do, isn't it? The the Hugh Dancy character for me is ruining the whole sort of sound. I, side I, of I don't I don't disagree that it's not a good character or a bad actor. <laughs> I can't disagree with that. I li- I like the f- I would I had a, a a vision last week when I'd finished watching it and when we we talked about it. What if if I was Chris Chibnall? What I would have done with this second series? Of course you'd have the trial in there because you couldn't not. Uh, but what I would have done is is started it with the families of Sandbrook finding out that David mm. Tennant had caught this killer in Broadchurch yeah. and them being really annoyed that he'd, he'd had some success and some fame by catching this killer of this young child and focusing on, well, why, how come he didn't catch our killer? Yeah. And, 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 well, and now I'm guessing that some yeah. of that might be to come. You know, you certainly might see yeah. the families of Sambrook involved I later think he's, on. he's left it to... Well, I uh, know uh, that one of the Sambrook fathers or one of the Sambrook <laughs> cast is... Well known to me, an actor yeah, called Dooley. Sean Dooley. Does it, uh, it, uh, oh, oh God, I'll speak in a minute. <laughs> are, I, <laughs> are either of you getting to the four and enough stage or not? No. I think I know what I Gary's going to say. Yeah, no. I don't know. I'm going to sort of stick with, as I say, it's probably going to be an ITV player job. Certainly, yeah, which when in itself is hard to yeah, do. Yeah, so that would put me off anything. We haven't watched something on yeah, ITV play. Yeah. Big Brother's on at the moment, and I don't know. You know, it just depends what else is on, because it's not something now that I am rushing to watch. It's not something like... They haven't oh. left us on a cliffhanger tonight. They've left us just... You know, Olivia Coleman's done a bit of acting. But I don't, as, as I've said before, I don't... I'm not that interested what's happening. I, I, I'm really not. I don't care. I've never felt like that before. Yeah. I'm either I don't I care think, at I all, think or I do. That, I've never uh, felt like this. No, no. Let's listen to the problem. No, no, no. Because I think I think the problem is we all got so caught up in series one. Let's admit it. Series one dominated our lives two years ago. It was one episode to the next. We didn't know what was coming. And and the problem is, is that any sequel would not have been as good. I will admit, you know, Godfather Part 2 is probably the exception that proves the rule. But no sequel is as good Sister as the original. back in the habit, I'll have you know. Oh, yeah, don't, well, not, don't mess with case. the habit. We don't <laughs> mess I'll, with I'll the habit. <laughs> Do not knock the habit. But if me. we were to have like a swingometer with Luke at one end and me at the other, <laughs> you're <laughs> leaning more towards Luke than I now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's just, as I said, it is. I, I go to any program the same way, and it doesn't matter yeah. if it's the first you are series good at, you or the are second good at that. or anything like that. I just, I, I approach it with an open mind. But obviously, the test is always: Am I distracted by things around me, yeah. or am I? Am I, am I immersed in this? And this doesn't have my full attention. 
Yeah, I agree. Whereas all the where programs does it, Where are does it stack up against Sister Act 2 back in the habit? Well, you know. Where... Well. Uh, previews. We'll do uh, one each. I'll start with my cucumber. Uh, that... That's on Thursday, the, the 22nd. You're the only um, one laughing at the No, we're going to talk about your banana in a minute. Uh, this is a new... <laughs> this is a new drama on Channel 4. And uh, we've said it before. Uh, Channel 4 should be doing 9pm drama. Uh, and they are now. Uh, Cucumber they is are. the first... The first TV outing. See what I did there? Of, uh, of, of TV's Russell T. Davis. Last seen on... Um, on uh, Doctor Who. Uh, well, but, anyone but who it... saw Queer as Folk, I'm sure, will, yeah. will be expecting that. I was going to say, I what... mean, he wrote that, so... <laughs> that was a decade-defining piece of TV, uh, mm. Queer as Folk, and I don't know whether Cucumber is going to be that, but they're certainly they're certainly doing a lot like, to promote it. I like it. the ambition. I like the ambition. I probably won't watch this, mm. but I like the ambition. Similar to Cucumber, uh, we're getting the spin-off... Uh, before the show really even gets off the air. Uh, so you can move straight on from uh, Cucumber to Banana on E4, which features younger cast members. Now, there's also a third option, isn't there? There's Tofu on mm. uh, 4OD. On, on demand, uh, why 4OD. More, why, why more 4 and uh, 4 music are getting uh, left out, I don't know. Yeah, I don't but, know. Or um, more 4 plus I 1, don't know. perhaps. More 4, well, indeed. Or 4, seven. <laughs> or four, four 7. Indeed. All these channels need uh, their own uh, fruit or a vegetable-based drama. Um, <laughs> and if you were if you were wondering before, uh, Born to Shine was the name of that show. I was just going to say born. that. Oh, you. Oh. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll let you have it. And Mr. Selfridge is on uh, Sunday, uh, ITV 9pm. This is the third series. Uh, set a bit later than the the second series. It's a couple of years after. A bit later in the day. Um, or... Yeah, Francis yeah. O'Connor's character has now left Mrs. Selfridge, as she was, uh, and we've got the Toynton sisters joining the cast as the Selfridge I love uh, daughters. And I do. Um, also, Zoe Wanamaker is 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 joining mm. the cast. Um, this, I believe, is the, the third of four series. They said they're going to do one more after this, and then that's it. Um, Thank okay. God for that. Um, we mentioned this show earlier, unless I cut it out of the podcast without realising. Uh, 9pm on Monday night. See, is it Monday yet? Yeah, Monday night. It's a structured reality show set in London where the cast break into impromptu songs and they're singing uh, some of the UK's top 40 biggest hits of the current time. It's a bit Fans... like they took the end of this podcast and put it into a drama. It's called South Side Story. It starts on Monday the 26th. And I have to say... I'm going to miss BBC Three a lot. We've said this umpteen times. Mm. But these sort of shows, don't bother with them. I mean, this might be good. I don't know. You'd never know uh, with BBC Three. I'm fairly sure uh, it won't as, be, but we'll see. As the, the show's resident singer and South Londoner, I think it'd be best if I review this. But lastly, we have The Great British Showing Bee, which returns on Wednesday The Great night. British what? Sorry? The, the Great British Showing Bee. Okay, I thought you had a your, something in your, your mouth. Are your ears not working? What's going on? Uh, so this is the showing me. This is the re- this is the return of the the Bake Off rip off, uh, if you can have as many offs as you like. Uh, hosted as we said by Claudia Winkleman. Uh, if you thought baking was a stretch, then sewing is even further. 
If you want to, you can follow us all on Twitter. And as a treat to your ears and mine, uh, we're going to all say our individual Twitter names. Matt is... At Matt's TV Bites. Gary's is... At The Gary Show. And I'm at Luke Custer TV. Regular viewers will, or listeners will note there that Matt sounded unsure of his own Twitter name. <laughs> it was a big question like, mark at like the Ron end. like Burgundy there for a minute. At TV Bites? I'm Burgundy. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Um, yeah. Facebook. Oh, yeah. Oh. Slash The Custard TV. And it's never too late to give us a five-star review on iTunes. No. You can download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. Subscribe on iTunes, as we say, and get it delivered to the MP3 player of your choice. And, oh, breathe, to sing us out. He's gone west. He's gone mad. He's gone singing. It's Gary. Well... If uh, if the man in the north could count me in. One, two, three, four. All the things <laughs> she said, all the things she said, running through my head, running through my head, running through my head. All the things she said, all the things she said, running through my head, running through my head, running through my head. This is not enough. The next line features a swear word. <laughs> I, I've officially gone off lesbians. Has anyone else? <laughs> <laughs> You've ruined lesbianism for me. Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.